I'm Leonard Nimoy. Join me for In Search of... An Artemis! Hey, everyone. We are excited to be with you again on this uh, holiday weekend. Uh, I'm with the Gang of Four. I'm Shelley Cummings. I have with me Jim Gentilly, uh, John Heinz, and Peggy. <laughs> no last name. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. And just Peggy. She's like Madonna. It's like Madonna. Or Cher. Or Cher. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And yep. uh, we are going to talk about uh, what is on the top of our minds uh, on this uh, lovely day evening, morning, wherever you are when you're listening to this. Oh, that's um, so considerate of you, Shelly. Nobody ever does that. You're doing it for the first well, time. I love it. I like taking the Taking the listeners things. into consideration. What a thought. Yes. If, if you're listening to it while you're working out or doing yard work or trying to fall asleep, this is an excellent podcast to listen to. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, who wants to go first and talk about what's on the top of their minds? I am not going to go first. I will go later, but, uh, who would like to jump right into this? I can, but if somebody else wants to, does anybody want to? All right. Well, so actually, Shelly, it's kind of related to you. I mean, Indianapolis, I- Indiana's on the top of my mind. I don't oh. know. Did you guys see the news about the, uh, who's, uh, Shelly, do you know this guy, the attorney general, Curtis X Hill, Curtis Hill? I only know Curtis Hill from Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> Is that a band or a, a TV <laughs> that show? That was a hip hop rap. rap. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry, so, I'm out of the loop. No, I do not know that. Okay, so person. he's your attorney general. Thank you. And this, he just asked the Supreme Court to take on a basically what's going to be it's a it's a gay same sex parenting case that's bad for gay people. In many ways, uh, and uh, and it's the first time Amy Coney Barrett's going to be on the Supreme Court. And if, I don't know if you guys have heard, but because they just they just took they already took their first religious freedom swap at governors who were trying to restrict during the pandemic people um, people going to church. They basically the Supreme Court said you can't restrict religious services uh, even during a That's pandemic. That's not what they said. That's okay, exactly. well, it's along those lines. No, that's um, not what they said at all. But okay. anyway. Yeah. All right. What, what they, they said saying? was that the New York restriction, which was specifically stricter, imposed stricter requirements for religious services than it did for, say, businesses, was A liquor store, right? for example. So in other words, what they're saying, at least, is that w- absent a, a stronger showing, the the state has a burden to show why you would impose a greater burden on a religious institution than you would on, say, a commercial institution. Right. So this isn't saying that re- you know religion runs America or something crazy like that. Well, but I mean, there a, is it's a little all, chipping away. A part of the First Amendment that says freedom of religion so it's not like it's just based on nothing there is actually part of the constitution that specifically mentions freedom of religion i know that but if for women who are about freedom but for women who are afraid of a kind of a you know a handmaid's tale future america run by i think that's really likely i think that's very likely 
well, I think that's okay. such you're a not a woman. Scenario. You're not a woman. I know some women who are yeah. concerned about right. that. Yeah, that's but there, really, but, uh, that's really but, a paramount threat in the United States. But there's no question that this wouldn't have passed had Amy Coney Barrett. This would that case wouldn't have gone through had Amy Coney Barrett not been there. It seems because it seems the there was a California similar case that went it the other way. It seems it would have gone right. the other way, but I it's a it's a difficult decision. It's a close call. Right. In my well, and so that's what we're going to have now. We're going to have a lot of close calls that just go against women and against gay people. Well, that's probably where that's the direction we're heading. Either, just to give you guys a heads up. And, and women were not involved <laughs> in this decision. And oh boy, if those sound like lawyer answers, they are. <laughs> So just to be clear, you know, no you're what a you're lawyer getting. too, John. The, are you not? I, I do not. I'm not not in that cabal. I'm a different kind of lawyer. But the, oh, I um, see. You're so can I interrupt for a second because I'm yeah. a little unclear. Uh, what with did they all do? Of, yeah. What did? Yeah. You so what actually? I haven't so heard. What so the attorney general. So, so a couple of women. So a couple thing. of women. Um, in a same-sex couple want to have both of their. They're doing it, having a baby through. Um, uh, surrogacy, or in, actually not through surrogacy, it's in vitro fertilization, but then they're implanting the egg of the other woman, in of the other partner, in the one woman who gives birth, right? So one of the women has a DNA uh, linked to the child, the other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there was an Arkansas case uh, in the Supreme Court that said that for to men when this happened, because in a marriage, the man is presumed to be the father, even if he's not genetically linked to the baby or if they haven't done a genetic test there's a presumption that the the man is a, is the father um the people the two women in indiana are saying well this should be the same for us the presumption should be that since we're married the other woman is married to me she should be the presumed mother and the attorney general is saying no 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 that's different it's different because it's two women uh and they're asking the supreme court to review it now this the supreme court will probably look at it um, I think like December 11th or something like that. They'll be they'll be deciding whether to take this case at all. So it's not even at the Supreme Court. It's in it's in it's in Indiana at this point. But the Attorney General asking for it is kind of offensive because uh, it's it, it, I mean the it, you know if a, a gay a same sex couple is married they have a baby whether through surrogacy or because one of them actually carries and the baby determined and has a, a you know a, a, a regular birth. In either case, those people should be the parents. And this is a case where the attorney general in Indiana is saying, nope, they shouldn't be. So, so I thought the case, it's a pretty John, big case. So I did hear a little bit of this, but I didn't know that it was attached to Curtis Hill uh, or who he was. But I I thought the what I heard fleetingly, similar vein, but the big beef about it was they wouldn't allow both of their names on the birth certificate. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. My my husband and I are both on the birth certificate for our son. We're yeah. both listed as, as the parents. Sh- should be. Right. <laughs> we're the parents. I <laughs> mean, the parents. who else are you going to put? The anonymous egg donor? Or are you going to put the, the, the surrogate who, you know, doesn't want to, to be the mother? Or, or, you know, or like they leave it has, blank. And say, well, and that was actually that was actually part of the discussion of the uh, Arkansas case. They talked What's about the, that uh, as well. Actually, what is the? Uh, do you know the name of the case? By the uh, it's the Hend- the Hendersons are the 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 cup the lesbian couple. Um, the I forget the Ruby and something else Henderson, and Ashley Ashley and Ruby Hem- Henderson. No, but the Indiana case. You don't know the name. Uh, I don't know the name of the case off the top of my head, but it's it um. But but it's a big deal because th- this is the only reason the attorney general in Indiana, who's obviously you know, in, in, 
not supportive of same-sex parenting. Um, the only reason that this is even going back to the Supreme Court is because Amy Coney Barrett's been added, and there's a change. The court is now going to be taking cases like this, and this will be a very, very telling if they even take this case, because a previous Supreme Court case out of Arkansas with very similar facts, except for two men, <laughs> one would think it seems like similar facts, although you could parse it out and say it's not, but for the two men case out of Arkansas should be controlling, and if, if the Supreme Court even takes this case, that's going to tell us a lot about the future of same-sex marriage and what exactly it means. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, as a as a gay man, it's we talk a lot about um, my, in my in my my little circles. We talk a lot about how the expectation is that this conservative Supreme Court is going to chip away at same-sex marriage rights, and you know, they're not going to overturn it probably, but this would be one major way they'd chip away at those rights. So, John, did a lower court allow them to be on? Uh, yes, the, birth the Seventh Circuit now... Court of Appeals. So it went out of Indiana and so went to the Seventh it's... Circuit, which is in Chicago, but Indiana's part of the Seventh Circuit. And then, so now the and that's and they said the Seventh Circuit in Chicago said that they do get to both be on the birth certificate because of this Arkansas case. They're like, hey, the Arkansas uh, case came from the Supreme Court. They said you have to do it, so it. they allowed it. But now they the Attorney General is is appealing to the Supreme Court. Okay. So it's a big deal. It's something I'm watching very closely, yeah. and you know. Given that Amy Coney Barrett did change, was willing to change another case that was just decided in California about religious freedom, I know it's totally different, Jim. But I'm just saying there's a there's a trajectory change here. I'm speak I'm speaking broadly about the general trajectory of the court, not so much about a, a specific case or its facts. I recognize that there will be variations, but I think you know no, themes come from the manifestation of a lot of different examples over time, and I'm already seeing a pattern emerging. So that's on top of my mind. That is heavy, but that's an important thing to be on the top of your mind. I would see. I have too much time to read the paper, I guess. It's a holiday, so we're all home. Yeah, picking up on things. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Jim or Peg, you either one of you want to share what's on the top of your mind? I can go if you want. Okay. So what is on the top of my mind is the homework assignment that Mr. Heinz gave me during our last episode two days ago. Oh, good. And uh, so I did some research, and I just want to let me start by asking, just out of curiosity, can any of you guess which country, of all countries in the world, which country has the highest per capita death rate from COVID, according to the New York Times? Hmm, good question. Is it Britain? Oh. It is not Britain. Is it in Europe? It is in Europe. Yeah. Maybe maybe Spain or Italy? Spain. It is not Spain or Italy. Oh, okay. Spain is fifth no. and Italy is sixth. The UK is seventh. Who is the highest? US, by the way, is twelfth. This is so bad. Is it a tiny country? It's a smaller country. Oh. Like Liechtenstein or not that small. Like Okay. <laughs> and Dora. Not that small. <laughs> Belgium? Belgium. Okay. Oh. Belgium has the fifth highest rate of infection in the world and the highest rate of death in the world. Wow. The United States is 11th in infection and 12th in death. Just on the France-Germany thing, France is 19th in infection, 16th in death rate. Germany, 72nd in infection, 71st in death rate. Wow. 
France has essentially two and a half times the number of cases per capita as France does. There is an article in that I found by RFI, which is uh, some sort of French uh, radio news service, as far as I contend, and uh, and we can put the link up to it, which indicates that. Uh, which deals with this question, which indicates that part of it is that the German, uh, uh, and this sounds very cliched, but the German bureaucracy is more efficient than the French bureaucracy at implementing these uh, uh, measures, that they were able to get their measures, their measures to counteract the virus implemented more quickly than the French. There was also an article in the New York Times that dealt with this a while back, which indicated that uh, part of it may be that Germany was able to isolate their most vulnerable patients because the average age of person getting infected in Germany is significantly lower than the average age in France, so that the people who tend to die mm. from it yeah. uh, are more they older protected people, their old and people. The, and that Germany did a better job of doing that. Um, it's also significant. We, John raised the question of South Korea. I did find an article in a uh, in a um, online peer-reviewed medical journal, which I had not heard of, but perhaps Shelley has, which is called uh, BMC Medicine. Shelley, do you know anything about that? Um, uh. Is it the British Medical? College? I don't know what the BMC stands for, and I couldn't I couldn't find that. It's called BMC Medicine, and it's uh, it's apparently an online but peer reviewed journal, at least, that has an article about the specifically about South Korea, and um, it says uh, it's very difficult to unwrap which factors. Uh, made South Korea's uh, uh, response so effective. Uh, they, they do mention the digital tracing. Part of it is, though, that South Korea, uh, because of the experience with SARS, was prepared, better prepared than a lot of places for a pandemic, had a uh -huh. strategy in place, and the public was better prepared for it. It's also interesting that in doing the research on South Korea, I discovered that uh, both New Zealand and Taiwan actually have better have lower rates of infection than uh, South Korea, although all three have very low rates of death from it. And there is an article in Lancet, which is a medical journal that I had heard of, which discussed the, the New Zealand and Taiwan situations. New Zealand uh, successfully implemented a very severe lockdown situation whereas Taiwan followed a strategy that seems somewhat similar to the South Korea tracking and testing and tracing. Interestingly enough, Taiwan, on December 31st of 2019, when the first reported case of this in Wuhan appeared, was published by the WHO, Taiwan began on December 31st to restrict access into Taiwan by travelers. So when we think of all of our stuff beginning in March, Taiwan was already at the beginning of January 
beginning to to implement their pandemic control measures. And uh, they do, again, it's very difficult to unpack, uh, but early action and readiness seems to be a significant factor. So the other thing that is interesting that is recent, the subject of a very recent New York Times article is, and this may further underline why early, very early response was, the, was more significant than we might have realized is, that there is now strong reason to believe that early on, as in, say, January, the virus mutated to a more transmissible form. So think about that for a second. If you're Taiwan and mm. you're able to essentially keep the more transmissible version of the virus out completely, and I'm not, and we don't know if that's the case or not, and the DNA testing will ultimately, you know, prove or disprove that. But if you're able to limit that exposure to the more transmissible form of the virus, then obviously it's almost like they're, and this is a hypothetical, but potentially you could see there could be a positive multiplier effect in terms of reducing the number of total number of transmissions. So anyway, that's what I found out in my research, Mr. Hines. Uh, will I be getting a grade on this assignment? John, did you give him that assignment? Yeah. I did. It, it's it's great. I just we didn't get any actual answers. You basically said I don't know with a lot of words. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't don't know the answer, John. <laughs> it's, I get we it. Just but that's don't what know I the so, so so am I satisfied? No. I, do I think you're right? Yeah, you're right. But do, am I satisfied? No. I mean, okay. does, and does that stop? I did the homework. However, the question is, how do I grade on doing the homework? Did you expect oh, me to conduct effort, my own yes. study effort, of the South Korean uh, effort and have a <laughs> peer-reviewed article prepared about what I thought happened? No, I mean, clearly, John, <laughs> as we've discussed before, all of the information that we're getting in the middle, we are still in the middle, or in, maybe not in the exact middle, but we are still amidst the pandemic. So all of the information... The hypotheses obviously are subject at some point in the future when the pandemic is over and we can fully discharge all this and fully analyze everything. I'm sure we'll have clearer answers about what worked and what didn't work. We know that sure. different countries, for example, New Zealand and South Korea, which took very different approaches, both had very effective responses. So that would suggest one that one size doesn't necessarily fit all. And we also know that prepared, that it does seem the countries that were better prepared for the pandemic fared better. So that would also suggest preparation for future pandemics is important. It, but again, it was, J Jim, these are tentative answers. You did a great job on the homework assignment. I actually don't remember the context in which the assignment was given. Do you remember why were why what were we you discussing? You had asserted that, that the key to South South Korea's success was this ability to digitally trace people. 
Well, no, it was. I, I think what I said was that it was among the constellation of factors. When you started talking at the very beginning of this, no, you, you actually said that there made were, a statement. Well, okay, that let me, wait, wait, stop. Let, me get, let me move no, forward listen. with the conversation. Instead of, I don't want to relitigate the past. I want to go forward, forward. So when you started this conversation, you said, and your first one of your first sentences was that the report out of South Korea was, you know, there were many factors, but they didn't know which factor it was. Right. I kind of want to know what that list of factors are. Like, well, what are the factors? Because my guess is going to be, you could say with some certainty that if you did all of the factors, odds were good you were going to do what they did. Absolutely. Because you did all the factors. Absolutely. Now, maybe some they of them did can't well. be done. They, there's no question that South Korea has done very well. Although, right. again, uh, uh, apparently not as well as either, South, as either New Zealand or Taiwan. New Zealand right. essentially did a very firm, very strict lockdown. Uh, and uh, had success doing that. Uh, Taiwan and South Korea apparently adopted very similar testing, very aggressive testing, yeah, tracking, and yeah. isolating yeah. policies. Yeah. But I, but you remember the beginning of this? That was what they always were saying. They were saying there's testing, tracking, vaccine development. Like there were these factors of things you do to try to stop a pandemic, right? And you know, socially distance and wear masks. And there was a list. And it seemed to me, and the thing that I kept hearing from a lot of experts early on was that you, you have to be doing all of them, or at least many of them. Well, to again, make, to but that is not the case approach. because right. uh, South Korea, well, I mean, I don't know what you mean by all of them. South Korea and Taiwan did not essentially close down their economies. New Zealand right. did. Right. Both of right. them, both of those approaches were successful. At least, relative, certainly relative to the rest of the world. Right. So I guess I never considered closing down the economy one of the factors. Like I thought the factors were more like, you know, have a tracing. All I'm in saying place. is New Zealand. You know, like, New Zealand didn't have this aggressive testing, tracking, isolation. But what they yeah. did do is more aggressively than most other places. At least as far as I can, what I read from this article, more aggressively than other places, do a strict economy. early. Close down, shut down. Yeah. yeah. So okay. then the, the article in Lancet was contrasting the approach between Taiwan and New Zealand and saying they both were very successful, but they were contrasting approaches. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So Peg. the lesson here is we don't know anything. No, the lesson here not is John, earlier, you always say the, that. The lesson, the lesson here is earlier and stricter. Uh, restrictions result in a better outcome than those earlier response. Taken. I think yeah. the the clear lesson is the earlier action was better and important in this particular case, and perhaps more important than people even realize. And perhaps because of this mutation thing, that which of course people didn't know about, but that and actually can't may predict. have right. But it may have re may have re-emphasized. Like for example, maybe that's part of what. Because Germany was more efficient in getting the restriction in place, maybe that also, in other words, it may have doubled the advantage of being earlier and quicker. But the other thing is being prepared, both South Korea and Taiwan, and I, and I would assume probably mainland China or whatever the right name for them is, uh, were prepared for a pandemic because of the SARS experience. And... It's worth noting that the Obama administration had made preparations for a pandemic and had set up a special uh, uh, 
sub-part of the National Security Council specifically to deal with pandemic threats, which President Trump's National Security Advisor John Bolton eliminated in 2018. So uh, perhaps that wasn't Trump himself who did it. It was his National Security Advisor. But it is possible that had that not been done, we might have been better off uh, in the U.S. in terms of being able to make our response more efficient. Excellent, Jim. That was very good. Michael, we just know what we know, John. Yep. It's not Because we don't but, know everything doesn't mean we don't know nothing, John. You always make this fallacy that if we don't have the definitive final answer, then we don't know anything. And that's not the case. Peggy Sue, what do you is, have to say? Is John Bolton related to Michael Bolton? Uh, I think not. <laughs> John Bolton is the same. <laughs> but they may be both odious people. I don't know. <laughs> What's on the top uh, of your mind, Peg? I don't know. My head is hurts after all that. Um, Michael Buble. <laughs> I am, right now, I'm thinking about. <coughs> wow. That's a rapid stop of a laugh. Are you okay? Yes, it made me uh, cough. Uh, uh, so, I don't know. I'm thinking about technology and how Your weird sex. it is. <laughs> like, I had this perfectly good TV that somebody gave to me for free, probably in 2010. It's been working great, and we just got a new one for, I don't know why, because it's a smart TV. Mm-hmm. But my other TV was working just fine. Planned obsolescence. It seems like such a waste. And now that thing, I mean, it's just like junk. So this is really about technology. It's about why did we buy a new TV? Well, it's like, why do we have to? It is about technology because I'm, I also just bought all these awesome Wi-Fi timers. You know, those timers that you have on your lights that go all the time? Yeah, yeah. And you have to go around and change Casa, when the, when the Casa thing, brand. Yeah, I just bought a bunch of Casas. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, they so are tell awesome. me they're about ch- those. And they're cheap as chips. They're like they're like twelve bucks a piece, and you can control every your every outlet in your house from your phone. I love them. Oh, well, really? you set the timer just the same. It's a still. Yeah, but if your timer. internet goes down, you can't do squat. Oh, okay. So there are two types that, I, and those are the easy, cheap ones. They're like twelve bucks an outlet. But then to get the fancy one, Z-Wave or whatever, they operate on both. They use the internet, but they also use like an independent radio wave in the house. So if your internet goes down, you can still turn your lights on and off. Well, it's so <laughs> otherwise weird. you just can't do anything when the internet goes down. It's so weird because I lost connectivity to this recording. So and it said I had no Wi-Fi on my phone, but all my lights stayed on. Yeah, interesting. Well, so it doesn't, I, I don't think it's, you mean it doesn't like switch off the switch? Then, yeah, it doesn't switch off the switch. It just doesn't let you change it. Oh, okay. So anyway, they're awesome and I love them. And yeah, I love them too. Because I was crawling around every time the time changes, you got to crawl around and get a flashlight and yeah, move your furniture. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? And it's great. then it gets understand. darker Why is it earlier. Every time the time Peg. changes, you have to do that? Because it gets darker a little bit each week and you want to like turn your lights on earlier. Or like, so yeah, or new, like, why don't you just I like I turn my lights on and off with switches on walls and on. Walls yeah, and so I like to come home to them on if it's dark out. I like I to okay, have the ambiance in the room 
Yeah, I'm with so you. So in other words, just this walking is a rabbit the hole. and turning the lights on doesn't work for you. Right. Well, I want to have them on go on. Yeah, well, and the other possibility is you Christmas could hire a lights. servant to do that, Peggy. No, oh, this God, works just Jim, fine. Jim, Jim, we don't I have, have slavery anymore. I have Christmas I lights slavery. that come on. Yeah, a servant, presumably you'd pay the person. Yeah, At you'd like times, these, Shelly. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. And then, you know, when I was traveling, I would have lights that would come on and off at different times in the morning, early, yes. early morning or at night. Uh, and and then, I have one of those stupid timers that I hear, and it drives me insane. Yes. So and then, you, and you know how it's on a timer? You know how it's on a timer, so then you can't use that light unless you take it off the timer. Well, I have it on the timer and on another one. <laughs> so I have it all jacked up. Each of my All right, so let me just tell you guys this. If you like that, the next step up, and I'm only now getting into this Internet of Things type thing, but the next step up is forget about outlet control. Try bulb control where you have a bulb, and the bulb is directly controlled by your phone. Yeah. And the new ones, Philips just came out with the newest, newest, newest of these, and it was approved by Apple or some other uh, Apple to, to, to work with them. These light bulbs automatically take into consideration the ambient light in the room, and they adjust to both a hue, a tone, meaning more like daylight or more like warm light, and they adjust to brightness based on what else is going on in the room and time of day and everything else. So it oh. takes all of it into consideration automatically. You don't have to do anything ever. I like that. It's cool oh. as hell. Well, my I'm friend um, Rob, who lives in Manhattan, <laughs> he has the Philips Those are bulbs. expensive. That change color. So, yeah, these do that. Those all you, all the Philips bulbs do that. All the Philips Hue bulbs do that. They're called Hue H U E. If I want my room to be purple, you know, yeah. it, it'll be that. Oh, or so rainbow those. disco lights, or you yeah. want to have a, a globe, or you want to flash and have this a the dance man party. Who just stains television, but thinks all these other things. Are... Jim, I so have Shelley, always I got preferred one the democracy the Christ- of dancing at home. I got one. I got them for the outside lights too. They they have an outside one. Yeah, they're the yeah. greatest ever. We yeah. take a picture of it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, me. you mean the brand? Yeah, yeah. And they no, have the ones. they incredibly fun. Yeah, I love them. We just bought a billion of them. Casa. Yeah, just make sure your internet doesn't go down. <laughs> great, this will be great. <laughs> Hadn't thought of that. That's yeah, you'll be running be. around. It was well. I I didn't know anything. I just took a nosedive into this too. I think this is the question. That's it's going to be great. Did you put your Christmas tree up already? No, no outside lights on the tree. You put your outside Christmas lights up or like holiday lights? Yeah, I put them up actually in October when it was still warm. But today I I attached them to extension cords and things to get them ready Aren't to turn you them a on. Smart cookie. I just mine yeah. today, too. Because it was nice. Th- out I there. was thinking about putting a tree up today, but then I just didn't. Yeah. I was like, "Screw it, we're home all the time. Why not make I know. it nice?" That's yeah. what everybody's doing. Yeah, exactly. Brandy Carlisle got tree, hers the other day. Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, she got hers the Does other day. How did you find out Does that? She, on Twitter? <laughs> she told me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> she told you, Peggy. Guess what I did today? <laughs> oh, Brandy, I gotta. Yeah. S- I miss her. Um, I want to see her live again. She and her kids <laughs> and her wife went and got got him got a tree. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah. what's on the top of my mind is that I need yeah, to Shelley, make a correction on, on um, what I said in the very beginning when we started off, John, and you asked um, if I knew Curtis Hill. And I said, yeah, only the singer, rapper, 
So Curtis Hill was not part of the Sugar Hill Gang. I had to look this up oh. a little bit ago. Uh, that's who I thought it was. I was thinking of Curtis Blow, a different rapper. Um, wow. Sure. Okay, I don't Curtis, know any of these people. So Sugar Hill Gang was a, my, one of my favorite uh, rap. Um, and they were one of the first rap singles to hit like the top 40. And I was a huge Casey Kasem listener but the rapper's delight was my favorite favorite song and it went on forever and ever but these guys as i was reading about this they are still in concert and and traveling like they're not like known like the stones or anything so but they they have still done tours and they were on jimmy jimmy kimmel in october so, like, they are still doing some music after all of these years. After They hit it big in 1979. I think one of their band members are deceased now. So, I just wanted to make that correction because it's very different than Curtis uh, Blow, who's, uh, who was a lot um, – who was also a rapper – but that's who I, I just got the names mixed up. So that was top of mind. It didn't sound right when I said it, so I needed to fix it. It's great you had the you 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 caught you caught it. So when did you start listening? How old are they? So uh, rappers, uh, Sh- the Sugar Hill Gang is. Um, I don't I don't know how old the guys Early are, 80s, but it? the, the seventy nine was when that song oh, okay. came out. But one of the guys, they're in their sixties, yeah, I think. Cool. I'm just guessing by. Uh, so one of the band members, Big Bank Hank, died in '58. It died at the age of '58, um, and that was in 2014. And I'm guessing that they're all around the same age without looking up all of the individuals. But then Curtis Blow is actually 61 right now. Babies. So, so they're still so. young kids. Yeah, so. kids just getting started compared um, to some of those jokers. <laughs> Way to go, Shelly. Way yeah. to correct yourself in the same episode. Yeah, you get it, to it, talk it also about kind of it makes me feel cheap about my my top of mind because my I did a I did more of a gym like I actually thought about it two days ago, top of mind. Oh. So it wasn't. It I wasn't didn't. I've strict, had like four. I wasn't strictly top of minding, like stream of consciousness. <laughs> anyway, all uh, of our top of minds were great because they were I, all I very did different. Th- yeah, I like it. I like the variety so too. Anybody got any final words? I understand what Peg's top of mind is, but electronics, electronics. just weird stuff. Yeah, okay, how weird electronics just, are. Just how weird electronics are. Don't judge my top of mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like your tone, young man. That's all. I uh, there's nothing understand to understand. It. It's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about how weird okay. electronics are. I understand. I didn't understand what you're so thinking. So much more advanced, was, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I am. We're so hip over here now. You are. You know, Peggy, you can control that with Siri too. You can just say, "Say, hey, ter- hey, Siri, turn on the lights." Yeah, we've got it on the Google uh, Assist or whatever. That's actually what I was thinking about too earlier Google about assist. how amazingly. Technology. So did you get these at like Best Buy? Where did you buy them? Um, got some of the casas at the Best Buy. Yeah, and then we mm-hmm. ordered some special casas from a from a um, <laughs> a uh, hardware store in like Pittsburgh or something because we couldn't find them anywhere. 
I got them. I got them at Target. Oh, oh, nice. Ours were ten bucks a piece. Oh, these were twelve. Fuckers, Target. Yep. That's and then, in but I was thinking exactly. about how um, I've just really since March with this pandemic, I really had this weird. It didn't start in March. It started probably in May. Just this desire to spend money. Yay! And Help that economy. Retail therapy. So now all of a sudden we're just buying all these electronics. <laughs> it's Jim. He finally sunk into you. Oh, uh, yeah. It's so weird. did you have to get a light switch, a special light no, switch you just, or an adapter? No, you plug it into your outlet. Got it. Okay. I'm going to buy We'll talk this. about it. I'll take I you know. on a tour with uh, a movie. We'll or put something. a link Please. on the site for this one. Please. And then you, you should put a link to Shelly's song, her favorite rap song. Yeah, you what is your favorite song? Rapper's no, that one. Rap, yeah. Rapper's Delight. That's your favorite song of all or just their favorite Sugar Hill song? It's definitely my favorite Sugar Hill song, but uh, I think it, I don't know. I'm not, Leave I'm it not at that. Don't the, commit. Like, yeah, I'm not into the like the current rap as much, so I'd have to say that one. And I used to know every word to that song, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. But yeah. What, what, what's gone wrong with rap? Uh, I just don't want... <laughs> you sound like me. I know. I did. I uh, channeled my Peggy. Uh, it, some of it I just don't like. I don't like the objectification of women and the drugs and the sex and the guns and the blah, 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 blah. All I, I the think parts you, could, you would like, John. I think you could make music without some of that. Now, there's some that I like, so I can't... I don't know. I just have to listen. I don't like literally follow somebody. Like my sister sent me a picture of my a sweatshirt that my nephew wants for Christmas, and it has some rapper on it. Did you like? And I'm like, seriously? She goes, Yeah. He did you like to this? Did you like Snoop and Tupac and those guys and Biggie? Um, I like Snoop a little bit. Uh, you I'm just like Biggie, his personality. Yeah, much more so. You're right. Yeah, I like looking delight. at him. Yep. I think he's he hilarious in person. No, he's not he's cute, but I just think he's funny looking. Yeah. And those Casa lights are on Amazon. Oh, Probably. Yes, of course they uh, are. But they're oh, $13.99. No oh, yeah. The, the closer you get to the holidays, the more they're going to go up. Everybody's going to get them for their trees. They should but be Black Friday. But I, I would I would caution you before you get on the path of them to make the decision. You're making a basic decision whether you do the the internet only approach or whether you can do it without the internet approach. And it's something to think about. It's so quiet in here, Shelley, without that tick, 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 tick. We're all like, <laughs> wait, we're, something's weird in this house. Because <laughs> we had like seven of those timers going. <laughs> oh, I don't have that many. I Well, I have more now because of the Christmas lights, but. Sounds like an Ed Growl and Poe short story. <laughs> yeah, and it could drive you crazy. The light would go on over here, and then the light would go on over here. Now they all go on at the same time. <laughs> Click. <laughs> all right. Anybody else got any final words before we take out? We take out. We take out. I love you day? all very much, and I can't wait to talk to you again in a couple of days. Yeah. Well, a week, Peg. We'll be up back a week. in a week. Yeah, we'd like to thank all our <laughs> listeners. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a week. Uh, and um, we are with our regular um, show. This is the one that we do that's abbreviated, but apparently we were feeling chatty. Um, so uh, we'll, uh, if you, as always, um, if you like the show, please rate us, listen to us wherever you choose, and uh, we look forward to talking to you in a week. Bye.